0: Hello, and welcome back to the Fantasy Book of the Month podcast, or as we call it, F-Bomb. Book, I yeah!
1: Does anyone other than us call it F-Bomb?
0: Probably not. <laughs> this is a podcast yeah. where we read books, fantasy books, and then talk about them.
1: We may we
0: like are... them. are... What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh?
1: We, we, we may like them, or we may not.
0: That's that right.
1: Su- that is our suffering.
0: That's right. No guarantee they're good books. Uh, Our hosts today, I am Peter Schaefer. With me are Katie.
2: I am also Peter Schaefer.
0: That's right, she is. And Rachel. Uh,
1: Surprisingly, I'm not Peter Schaefer.
0: We are shocked. You're missing out. (laughs) And Old Man Dan. Hello! Hello! That is not (laughs) what he sounds like. (laughs) I am Peter
3: Schaefer from the future! Oh no! Tell (laughs) me, what should I avoid? Avoid broccoli. Avoid broccoli. In 2260, that step on a crack thing is real! You'll fuck your mother up!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, my mom will still be alive in 2260? No! That makes (laughs) it worse! (laughs) Oh
1: god! Oh I just realized the math through that. That's a, you're, Peter. You're like f- a thousand years old.
0: Twenty two sixty. You're, you're welcome. A thousand years old. But that I thought would...
1: you're. I thought you're an ageless monster.
0: Oh, oh. I mean, I mean. Yes. Sorry. Based on my legal age, I would not be a thousand years old. But we all know that's a fiction. Okay. So <laughs> this month. Our theme is epic fantasy,
1: nice and broad and and probably almost, meaningless. <laughs> almost,
0: I have heard epic fantasy defined in a in a spectrum, going from epic fantasy at the top to high fantasy in the middle, to uh, low fantasy or or kind of uh, personal fantasy, maybe heroic fantasy at the bottom, um, where. You know, if if the low fantasy is dealing with the personal, it's it's about this person or this group of people, and high fantasy is about the fate of a kingdom or something, epic fantasy is about the fate of the world. How do we feel about that as a definition? Is that epic fantasy? Does that like line up with what you all think of?
1: Not really, but I also don't, uh, epic fantasy and like high fantasy and low fantasy have no meaning to me whatsoever. They're just fantasy.
2: <laughs> but.
0: <laughs> Anybody else?
3: I mean, I. Um, um, there's a required like page count too. That needs oh, to be oh, epic
0: fantasy has to be really long.
2: But what's long? Well, then I guess mine is not epic fantasy.
0: Okay, well, maybe Katie disagrees with that definition. Katie, how long is your, without, without spoiling us on what it is, how long is your epic fantasy?
2: Um, like, I don't know. Let me look at the page count. Doot, doot,
0: 30, 32 doot, pages?
2: Doot, doot, doot. No, goodness, no. Don't be ridiculous. Did you
3: read some flash fiction?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a 200-word epic story.
2: Did you read The Perfect Poop? I did not read The Perfect Poop, but that does sound pretty epic. Don't.
0: (laughs) Oh man. What I wouldn't give... for one perfect poop.
1: Oh goodness. It's not about-
2: yeah, it's not what you're thinking it's about. My book was 221 pages, and it was, like, short stories.
0: Huh. I'm
2: very confused
1: about
0: what you read. Did it feel epic? Did it have an epic feel? Did it feel like it spanned whatever an epic story should span? What should an epic story span?
2: At least 10 pages.
0: Okay, good start. Good start. We have a lower bound there. Any other opinions? What makes a story, a fantasy story, epic?
2: The uh, action, I would say.
0: Action, like a, a sword fight, or action like the plot and what happens, what people are doing?
2: Well, my book was really like the sword fight action of it.
0: Okay. okay. It's like Doing is fun. Sword fighting is engaging, but it's on a really personal level. You know, it's one or it's five on three or two.
2: One.
1: Uh, I was thinking like uh, something that where the characters like interact with multiple countries, like a, on a global scale. And mm. I'm looking up, and I was like, Aragon does that kind
2: of because it's like the different races coming together. Aragon is just dragon with an e and. That it, D. it is. And I hate We've
1: that you
0: the
1: know.
3: For sure, Aragon is epic fantasy, also. Yeah, you know, right. it's not the pinnacle yeah.
1: of fiction, but I did love it as a child. Child me very much loved it.
3: I loved it and as there's a nothing wrong wrong with
0: one-year-old. <laughs> uh,
1: I, and I and with never
0: the, loved it, but that's fine. There's nothing wrong with any of these opinions.
1: Yeah. So like when i a fantasy, I'm just like sanderson comes to mind but that's just length
0: (laughs) sure sure some books are epic in length and some books are epic in scope right um well he's
1: he's both with the stormlight Archives because it literally extends multiple continents and universes
0: i mean that certainly seems epic right that seems like a broad scope um do the What's the right What was I thinking? Oh, so does I haven't read Aragon, obviously. Yeah. It's, it sounds like it's, it spans multiple peoples, and it sounds like it concerns the fate of the world. Uh-huh. So, like, that sounds epic. I think, can we probably agree that the Lord of the Rings books are a fantasy epic? It's all about the, the, the salvation of Middle Earth and destroying the great evil, etc?
1: Sure, haven't seen or watched it.
0: <laughs> I mean,
3: that's a crazy Rachel's statement in. to make, but okay. Uh, yeah, I wait. Mean, which one's races, a
0: crazy like, statement that Rachel hasn't Rachel seen seen it? hasn't seen or read or, or... read it.
3: I mean, you've interacted with it in some manner, right? I mean, just I've existing watched, in the world—it seems impossible.
1: I've watched all three of the Hobbit movies. In <laughs> that that doesn't that count. Is, that uh, the Hobbit you sucked.
0: P- no, you picked the literal worst possible option. <laughs>
2: Didn't she do that with Star Wars too?
0: Well, I, she. Did, I think guessed, maybe, yes. Yes. I don't remember. All I remember is forced her
3: to watch a good Star Wars. She yeah.
0: resented us making her watch Empire Strikes Back. And then that's I don't think we ever know. released the episode. Because
3: <laughs> 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 it was so
1: boring. We had no new thoughts.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, there is that. Yeah, that's the problem with with talking about a property that has been dissected by literally hundreds of thousands of people. Um,
1: I think we've already discovered that I'm a picky bitch and have no taste. (laughs) Did you get COVID?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I decided earlier in conversation with a friend that COVID doesn't make you lose your sense of taste. taste, It makes you lose your taste. So you no longer taste like anything. Oh no.
2: (laughs) Cannibals hate this disease.
0: Yes, cannibals (laughs) hate this one crazy trick
2: (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) I I don't know if I have no taste, but I don't watch movies and people get confused at me for not watching movies because I don't
0: care So if you felt impelled to read something by J.R.R. Tolkien which I'm not going to tell you to do, you do you Um, I would read The Hobbit, which I love And I would say it does not qualify as epic fantasy. Mm -hmm. It has maybe a couple, maybe an epic scene in it or an epic moment. Um, It's certainly high fantasy, but it's a very personal story and it is not about the fate of the world.
3: I think I agree with that. I think also like multiple perspectives perspective it might also be a requirement
0: i don't think that's a requirement i think i but, think
3: but well common would we'll say that okay
0: yeah absolutely absolutely uh... but, yeah but i am waiting breathlessly on katie's opinion on my earlier statement
3: oh sorry
2: what's what statement
3: <laughs> i interrupted you and you were gonna say something genius so
2: it's gone. All that it, genius has been lost to the ether. Good job, guys.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Katie was about to be incisive and trenchant, and well, and see deeply into the the core of things. Katie, go so, in my
3: patriarchal mind. What have I done? Anyways,
1: since Katie yeah, won't talk, cookies I won't. are delicious.
3: <laughs> oh, so
1: it. it might be more of this <laughs> effect where there's you have epic and like personal on one axis and then high and low on another one. Cause you can have like an epic mm. low fantasy. Depends how you define high and low fantasy. That's a
3: good It point.
0: does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Um, yeah. You could say low fantasy is, is, you know, fantasy, but lower magic and cool. high fantasy is more. How would you define high fantasy? Like more elves and dwarves? Is that me? Make, make it high fantasy I'm or more like
1: less gritty and more like, mm. I guess that's, that's noble, normal. That's, I guess that's noble right. Bright versus grim dark. Which is like, okay, different.
0: could be a bit, yeah,
3: like Lord of the Rings is not terribly concentrated in the various love stories that are happening in it, right? Like,
0: yeah, they're happening, it,
3: but it they're not really focused on or they are recorded as a matter of really like the historical lineage. record, yeah, yes, whereas, you know, something uh more low. Like you could almost say like the movie versions of Lord of the Rings are less high fantasy because they kind of focus much more on the personal relationships as the key drivers of the plot and the story than the fantastical events that are going on. I think epic fantasy tends to slide into focusing more on the epic events and less on what's happening with the people.
1: Well, like, The Realm of Elder Rings is a deeply personal story, and it's written in, like, uh, three of the f- five uh, series are written in first person, but it's definitely epic because it's spanning all these countries uh, and uh, different uh, different peoples. Like, you have Bingtown, you have... Um, I'm blanking on the name that country because I'm brilliant. <laughs> um, you have, there's Bingtown, Jamalia, Calcid... There's all these different countries there. It it
0: spreads wide. It is, uh, it is not very limited geographically is what you're saying. Yeah. But
1: it's also like a deeply personal story Mm because what Robin Hobb writes, character stories versus Ah. plot stories, there is plot, but it's, there is, in the third book, there is 300 pages of walking.
0: (laughs) That's a classic. That's a lot of walking.
1: (laughs) It's very much, very much a lot of walking. I' don't it was think very I've boring. ever walked that long. It was a very long walk of a mountain, both
2: ways. Were they going uh, to Mordor? no
1: you
0: you cannot walk <laughs> for three hundred pages not into Mordor. Walk
2: to to three hundred pages.
0: <laughs> I' okay. counting steps um, by
3: pages. I don't know what's how that how that works.
1: and there's like three hundred pages of seasickness in another book. Oh my God, oh
0: goodness. that is a long time to vomit. <laughs> I know you I
1: said
3: really... <laughs> you, you liked the, you were, you had all the answers for Nick's complaints in the previous episode about that series, but what you've just described to me, it sounds so terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just I'm so it's... glad I noped out after the first one.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: It is, it's fine. It's just, it, it, it is, but it it's all very depressing, but it's very character driven, mm-hmm. so you care about the characters so you can watch them doing nothing for 300 pages. Because you care about them.
3: <laughs> I mean, when you say nothing, I assume they're like talking to each other and being characters. Yeah. Okay, and,
1: and there's like lore it, it stuff. You know, it's
3: all shit. about shoe repair, I guess.
1: No. no.
0: <laughs> and 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 pills that make your seasickness go away.
1: It, it yeah. might it not be. It, it probably is not three hundred pages of seasickness, but that's the hyperbole of people in the community.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let me hit of- you guys with this. Uh, can you have a series of books that are not individually epic fantasy, but when strung together as a series, become epic?
1: I mean, yeah.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Well, or is it really just like the final, is it just the books that kind of, is it just the single books in the series that push it over into epic territory that make it epic? I'm thinking of the, uh, the Narnia books, for example, um, hmm. the the first book is really not. I wouldn't call it epic in scope. It's very personal. It is the story of the the siblings. You're
2: right. It is definitely which... the magician nephew.
0: No. <laughs> No, I am strangling (laughs) you through the computer right (laughs) now. You are dying, and now you are dead of being so wrong.
2: Oh,
0: Oh, my God. Why? Oh.
1: Because we're not all all, old people.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. But you are just, how can you be so, so terribly wrong? So the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe which everyone knows is the first book of the Narnia series. Oh my God. Um, It is a very personal story. They do go in and they do free Narnia from the, the influence of the white witch. I'm sorry, spoilers, but, um, but in the end, you know, it's about their personal growth and they've returned and they, you know, like the, everything, is undone. All of the change to them is undone except for their personal growth. So in the end, it's a very personal, non-epic story. Whereas later, in the, over the course of the the series, we see a number of other adventures, which I would call also very personal. And then the end, the last battle is about kind of like the, it's a, that's the metaphysical or the, the kind of cosmic scope and and uh, weight of things, uh, and so like, does that make the whole series epic, or is that book epic, and the rest of the series is more personal? Still, I think we're agreeing high fantasy or something. But so, like, you get the question.
1: Yeah, I think so. Mainly because I think of fantasy books in series. I can't separate them. A, lo- a lot of times, I don't separate them, which is mm. weird.
3: Yeah, same. I, I like.
2: Rachel. I mostly just like to think that epic is like awesome, you know, if it's like different and stuff, you know, like like going to Narnia, they go to a different land, like with Can magic just... and shit. That's pretty awesome and epic and intense. But that also makes it a portal fantasy. <laughs> okay, rage. enough with your like weird subgenre. What was your other one? Noble Light? I don't
1: even know. Noble Noble braid. That's the type of, it's not a subgenre. It's a Oh, that's so weird. I don't. It's like a characterization of tone, like Grimdark. Like
0: Grimdark, right. Yeah. yeah, Okay. I mean, I hear what you're saying, Katie. Epic as as used today is really like a wow, oh that's totally badass. Oh man, that's epic. But um, but I don't think that's how it's being used in this context. I think it's talking about scope or you know, possibly relating back to, and I feel a little embarrassed that it's taken me this long to to bring this up, uh, to the literal epics. Uh, that may have served as inspiration for some of the earliest fantasy writing. Uh, you know, the epic of Gilgamesh, for example, or yeah. Beowulf, um, where they are these great spanning stories. Um, although, I don't know. So they they had their personal elements as well. Um,
1: didn't like Beowulf.
0: <laughs> I mean... He was kind of a jerk, you know, never, never really paid for his share of the bill. Um,
1: he wasn't, I don't know. Was he a Dane?
0: I don't remember if he was a Dane.
3: The sci-fi version with Christopher Lambert is like pretty terrible movie. But I,
0: just but really- I was really, I was really on the fence there, Dan. I did not know <laughs> which way you were going to go.
1: Yeah. I, I, I just remember the other movie with the sword penis.
0: With the what now?
1: It was a uh Beowulf played by what's his face? Brad Pitt and like this the like very weird Brad Pitt was animation. In a
3: Beowulf movie? <laughs> oh what? you mean the animated Beowulf? Yeah.
1: Was it Bad Pritt? No. Oh.
0: I do I do like the actor called Bad Pritt though. I'm <laughs> said, on board with this. Anyways. You said it you said it correct. I just my, my brain heard Bad Prit and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I want to go see a bad print movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, anyways. Uh, it was it animated. weird. Thanks. Uh, but so he was totally naked, but a sword conveniently placed where his dick would be. So it's a sword penis.
0: So that's God. what swords are for. Yes. OK, I got to get me a sword. <laughs>
2: Uh yeah, so more it's like it's
0: conveniently placed you
2: know I mean? to hide your penis when you're completely naked. <laughs> oh my god, that was ouch, Peter. Are you okay? Should we call I... an ambulance for that burn?
0: Uh, well, more like for that cut. That because because then I took his advice and there was a knife right by my penis and there's a problem now. <laughs> oh no. Um,
3: oh no, it got too real.
0: It got too real. Oh no, graphic depictions of blood. We need a content warning. And um, penises.
1: So, I mean, we need a content warning for this entire show.
0: We do not. <laughs> look, penises are a natural part of life. We do not need content warning for. So do we blood. need content warning for trees? Um, I mean, you're yes. right. Blood is also a natural part of life. I guess trees we need only.
1: Bastards.
0: Trees are bastards. <laughs> they are. None of them are married. The tree killed my dog.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, in
2: general, we had content.
1: <laughs> and worry stole
0: my car for, um, for
2: Katie.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no, Katie. Oh, Katie is a yeah. So Katie.
2: I get the content warning.
0: Yeah, I'm content the, warning sweet, contains Katie. I'm Honestly, sweet, you should be proud. Okay. Yes,
1: Katie. I'm the sweet grumpy angel.
3: Yes. And
2: all right, you know what?
1: Rated
3: oh, C for Katie. <laughs> this program has extreme depictions
0: of katie of katie
2: <laughs> oh no We've never
3: also, also
0: flashing lights may trigger epileptic seizures <laughs> yeah
1: uh but it's so i don't know i just get how, how i i get uh, i get tripped up over like descriptions of epic because again i think of f- series so if i just read the first book i'm like i can see this becoming epic but I, uh mm-hmm. so it's hard to become like my book can become epic, but it wasn't really epic. But again, I really didn't like it,
2: so it doesn't matter. <laughs> well now All see right. if you're using that description, then my book was definitely epic.
0: Well, because you liked it. No. Oh. Because of the wait.
2: prolonged series.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, well let's you know what let's let's jump in here. Uh and um, talk about our books we can stop dancing around the issues uh rachel do you dance. feel like letting us know what book you didn't enjoy
1: and do you want you want to start off a grumpy note i can start off. yeah a grumpy note. yeah i do so i read son of the storm by suey Davies uh Ocumboca, Boa. um basically there's a city uh so the reason I did, the first reason I didn't like it, it was it wasn't pitched correctly to everyone that I I personally think cuz everyone would have been saying like uh main character dude wants to figure out why the, uh, why there's no information getting out of the city or like there's no information about the outside of the city. Everyone who comes in is sworn to secrecy. That's not really mentioned ever. <laughs> he does huh. get out of the city, but it's not like he cares about it. <laughs> uh or anything. It's a lot of political man- maneuvering. Uh, I do want to say, uh, if people are interested in this, and I think the author has potential, this was his debut novel, I just didn't like the plot of this story that much for the characters, so I might read from, I probably will read, pick up other books by this author in the future, but I just didn't like this one. If you are interested in this, uh, please go check out uh, the author's content warning and descriptions for his reasoning on his Goodreads, because there is slurs in the book that are modern day slurs, but used for different reasons in the book, uh, from a different cultural context. So I would check that Interesting.
0: I didn't- So did you point out, I'm looking at a summary now It says it was inspired by pre-colonial West African empires, which, which sounds neat. Like I would find that fantasy, uh, fascinating. Did that, did that engage you at all?
1: No, I didn't care anything about the characters whatsoever, so I didn't care about the plot.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. So right. I've read this book recently,
3: and uh I strongly disagree.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> we'll I disagree right. with what? With uh, what elements? I,
3: that
1: I'm a grump. I'm no, picky. no, no. I
3: don't. I don't disagree with that. That's very true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. I mean, I think. Uh, so first off, I would agree that like, uh, or maybe I disliked some stuff that you didn't, and liked a lot of the stuff that you just mentioned, because <laughs> I did really like the setting. I did really enjoy like the magic system, and
1: uh, I I like that. I didn't care about the characters.
3: <laughs> oh, uh, you know, like I think the. The, the problem is that like the first maybe quarter of the book, you're dealing with two kind of primarily two or three characters. And then there's like a major split and people go off in different directions. And some of the like expectations you have about who you should care about kind of get reorganized. And uh, it ended up like I got really invested in the character who ultimately, becomes the villain of the story (laughs) yeah
1: i really like i she was my favorite i'm assuming it was the yes yeah she's very engaging yes yeah but i hated the boy i hated him with my life
3: (laughs) i can see that yeah i feel like he's the least interesting of the available characters but i felt like i mean there's i don't know six point of views in the novel for an extended period of time
1: yeah i don't know i
3: and i think like Donsu, who is the major character, is I agree with you, Rachel, that he's the, the kind of least interesting.
1: He annoyed me because everyone keeps saying he's smart. It's never shown, mm.
3: ever.
0: That can be hard.
3: He's also very, like, naive. So, like, I, his smartness naive. is like, oh, he made a map. Uh, so, it's never like as a character or like a very useful action that's like save someone life or something like that.
1: Uh, yeah, I, know, like I could basic just
3: first aid and they're like, oh, you're a genius. And I'm like, oh, OK, all right.
1: <laughs> I think it could have potential, but I think I was just grumpy while reading this. So it did get that did affect my reading. I gave it 2.75 stars, so it has potential. And I would probably read from this author. Maybe if he had when he has more experience with character writing. I, yeah,
0: I, I think that's an important it. note.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. If th- I think this is Sui's first book.
1: It's, it is his first novel.
3: Yeah. And he's got already got like two other ones out there. Oh, yeah. Maybe I think I think he, there's at least one other series that he started. I think.
1: Yeah, I think. But uh, he does have potential as an art writer. I just didn't like this book that much. I should I-
3: also mention, I suppose, that I spent a week on the ocean with Sui Davis. I do not. We are not friends. But we are. I do. I'm like familiar with him. So, so I'm
1: so, sure
0: he's a wonderful,
1: wonderful person. Right. I just didn't like the book. <laughs>
0: no, no, right. But who got just... eaten on the uh, on the life raft to survive? <laughs> who didn't make it? I just uh, it, one one of my legs. Well,
2: obviously was, uh, Dan, Dan is here. There. So
0: well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I imagine. Is it Davis or Davies? Davies. Davies. Okay, yeah. I imagine Davies also made it.
1: Uh, Is that uh, uh, his, that's his middle, first, last name? I don't know, it's...
0: Well, Suyi Davies Okumbawa um, also is credited as Suyi Davies on a Minecraft, official Minecraft novel. Oh Um, yeah, that's
3: right. He just (laughs) got that Mojang thing. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, it's great. Um, But anyways, I should point out that I, if I'm being critical of the books, it's mainly because I don't like the writing, not because I think the author is a trash person.
0: That's an important sure, I mean, note there are authors I would, I that we will make say. fun of for being trash people as far as we not, know this is not one of them
3: yeah i just like to note when i know authors especially if i'm defending them so oh, yeah sure
1: yeah it, it wasn't terrible i well it, i didn't like it i just really didn't connect with the characters or like uh i i liked the villain and she was interesting and then stuff happened i was just like oh okay so, <laughs> and the so main
0: what? So what I'm hearing is that you'd like us to wait until this author develops a bit more before we invite him on the podcast. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I, I yeah. would say like there's a lot similar to this book that there is to like Elantris, which is Brandon Sanderson's first novel.
1: I agree. Hmm. I also didn't like that that much. Yeah. Um, But I would recommend this to people who are verse starting out in fantasy because this is a very good crossover between y and adult i feel there is some gore but i also might be desensitized mm. to that uh i believe well, there we is. are <laughs> i believe there is miscarriage with blood rituals yep
3: yeah, yeah i
1: would
2: like to veto that right ahead yeah um
1: but anyway i still recommend it for like teens i guess uh, or like somebody going into uh, adult fantasy or who hasn't read a lot of adult fantasy, I think they would really enjoy this. Just because, um, like, I, I can, with people with more experience with adult fantasy, would be more prone to disliking it, I guess. I don't know, that could be incredibly wrong.
2: <laughs>
3: sure. No, I mean, I, I think, yeah, it definitely has potential. Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah, I, 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 I can see, like, how you got there, Rachel. I think yeah. it's a fair review.
1: Yeah, cool. I don't think I'm going to continue with the series, but I might well continue. If you release another series, I might check it out.
0: Nifty Keen. All right, that was Son of the Storm by Suyi Davies Okumbawa.
1: Also, don't listen to reviewers when they uh, say the synopsis is not correct. <laughs> At least oh, my personal opinion. Good
0: to know. Um, who wants to go next? Daniel. Daniel Me. wants to go next.
3: Okay, well, uh, I have chosen to do uh, Half a King by Joe Abercrombie. Oh,
1: I've read
3: that. Book one <laughs> of The Shattered Sea. I recently
1: finished that
3: trilogy. I think of as epic, although Joe Abercrombie is is literally Lord... Grimdark. What is he? Yeah, Lord, Lord Grimdark. Grimdark. Like, sort of <laughs> the <laughs> originator of low fantasy. But I feel like uh, in the half... So... I think almost all of his books take place in the same universe. um, Yeah. Which is like a... I don't think it's a spoiler to say, like...
1: Eh, It doesn't come up to like, the last book, so I probably wouldn't mention it.
3: Eh, okay. Yeah. Uh, So, it's not... I don't... I mean, it's hard for me to even say, like, I don't think it's Earth. It doesn't seem like the history totally matches up and, like, there's talk of elves and... Uh, weird stuff but like it definitely seems like the world is sort of set in. and by the time you get to the Shattered Sea which is the second series set in this universe it's pretty clear that like there's the world is like a kind of post 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 apocalypse like there have been multiple previous apocalypses and the current medieval style world is kind of built on all the ruins of at least one super advanced, probably magical, but also technological society.
1: Yeah, which I didn't know going into like that series. And I really love the first. I didn't. Really, I like the first book, and I really didn't like the third book because of that trope. I was just like, I'm tired.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but so, uh, yeah. If you're unfamiliar with, I don't know what this whole universe is called, but basically Joe Abercrombie's work. Um, there's, there's, uh, typically like, uh, a lot of it's, you know, for all the trigger warnings we just talked about, um, there, you know, extreme violence, uh, of like every sort. And, uh, it is, it is, it is a brutal story in, in almost every way
1: for that one in particular is ableism, slavery, beatings,
3: uh, woof
1: attempted murder
3: yeah misometry. there's a constant war going on assassinations yeah i don't think there's any like it definitely has some books where there is sexual violence but i don't remember any in this one
1: mm, i know i think it's the second book and the no it's it's definitely the third book uh, but I don't know if it's in the second book as well.
3: But basically, it with Joe Abercrombie, just assume every horrible thing you can imagine that humans doing to each other takes place in the book, uh, and you'll is have a great enjoyable? time you're reading about it. It is for me, to some extent, um, you know, there's always a sense in these theories that, well, they've we've reached a low point, and certainly it can't get lower, and then somehow he finds a way oh, to, no. to do that. Oh <laughs>
1: no. I mean, Usually they, they, by yeah.
3: having you like someone <laughs> quite a lot, and then they're horribly murdered. So,
1: Yeah, it's, for me, it's like the political machinations. Uh, this one in particular has a lot of polar seafaring, which is interesting to me, because I mm-hmm. randomly mm-hmm. like seafaring novels a lot. Neat. Um Yeah. Yeah,
3: essentially like, the story is uh, Prince Yarvi, uh, who is born uh, with, a, with a, several kind of disabilities, and so... Uh, I think, like, specifically, he has a hunch, uh, which is very pronounced, and like one withered arm, I believe. So and he can't, uh, yeah, so uh, he can't. And he's born into like a kind of
1: warrior caste or like warrior Yeah, society. like
3: medieval England, kind of almost Viking esque kind of uh, uh, system of, uh, of, a, of a nation. Uh, and he is expected to kind of take the throne, but. Uh, he is obviously a target uh, because he is perceived as as very weak because he can't wield weapons effectively. But he's got a, he's, he's whip, crap, whip crack smart. Uh, so um, uh, eventually he's like, you know, overthrown essentially. And the story is him trying to like reclaim a throne that he doesn't necessarily even really want, but like because he is who he is, it's hard for him to see.
0: I'm, like it's making me think of a, of a yeah. fantasy Miles Varkosigan. Anyone Was get that?
3: Miles Varkosigan, born with a disability?
0: Yeah, have you read those books?
3: I have read the first Oh, the first, okay.
0: Alright, Miles Varkosigan, right? the, the uh, Lois McMaster Bujold series. Yeah, he's born uh he due to some some poison or something he's born at like half height with really fragile bones and all kinds of stuff hmm. um so yeah his whole his whole shtick is uh uh victory through wit and cleverness rather than uh physical uh overcome words
3: yeah like yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Joe Abercrombie, like, in his first series, which was called The First Law, I think it's called The First Law series.
0: Oh, yeah. he's the one who we- wrote those. Yeah.
3: yeah, so that's like a send-up of uh, Lord of the Rings, essentially, where mm. Gandalf is an absolute asshole and uh, is essentially, like, puppeting all the world's governments to his own purpose. Uh, yeah. In The Shattered Sea, it's more like... kind it feels of very... Viking to me (laughs) yeah like King Richard but in Viking times uh, interesting kind of of a story yeah Uh,
1: I didn't really like the first law trilogy which is a a sin
3: in the book world
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember if I read it or not
3: I think like some of my favorite I mean the first law series is like six books it's it's long
1: there's a tril. there's two trilogies and three standalone's
3: Uh, but like I think some of my favorite ones are like some of his some of those kind of standalones. Like I think Red Country is technically in the First Law series,
0: but yeah, there's it Red is Country. like
3: a, a western almost. Um, not so it's not really like epic fantasy. But I feel like um, Shattered Sea, all three parts of it, is uh, pretty classic epic fantasy. It's just weird and (laughs) they're also
1: they're like a loose trilogy which is interesting
3: yeah 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 you still kind of need to know but like the main character is not the same through each uh, all three books and like the main characters from the other two are around but like not necessarily super central to the story because of like stuff that happens but uh and i think that like really adds to the complexity and the enjoyment of the whole series and i then that's like a key thing for me for joe abercrombie like why i like to read him because he's always doing cr- like just taking chances with stuff and doing m- m- crazy things that are surprising and often uh make me weep <laughs> into the pages so
0: <laughs> did that did this book do that
3: uh yeah you know in certain parts. Other but I mean it definitely has like epic moments of like where he's you know, there's literally a Chekhov's grenade launcher in this book. Oh my. And when they finally figure out what like how to use it, it's 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 great. It's so empowering. But like
0: why
1: do I not remember that? I thought that was I thought it doesn't come into like the third book.
3: Maybe I'm I'm remembering the third book, but because uh, i, know, I it, thought it was the end battle of the first one where they realized that like this this like priestly implement is a <laughs> essentially <laughs> a grenade launcher
1: i could have just been stupid or not it read the subtext but uh it's definitely in the third book where they find a laser question mark or a gun of some sort
3: yeah it's some of my favorite kind of sci fantasy stuff where it is absolute like totally built into this medieval world and then they'll be like oh i found a friggin' lightsaber here we go like <laughs> okay I,
1: I like it when it's like i liked it in broken empire and red queen's war but that I, that's when i first discovered it now i'm just like i don't want to do this anymore i don't care but that was yeah it's war. not
3: it's not thick in joe abercrombie's work it just kind of pops up every once in a while and and like it's never explained like in i mean that is the whole point of the red queen's war series is to explain what's yeah. going on with the sci fantasy aspect yeah of that series but
1: i don't know it was i guess it feels like a cop out to me when it's like i found a gun i defeat all of you because i have a
3: gun <laughs> well that's what happens all right so
0: that was that was half a king
3: yeah,
0: by Joe Abercrombie. By Joe Abercrombie. Yeah,
1: sorry for co-opting
3: that, Dan. No, I did it to no, you earlier.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, turnabout is fair play, mm-hmm. at least in this case. I'm sure that's not universally applicable. <laughs> Katie, tell us about your your book of less than epic length.
2: It was a couple pages.
0: That's, that's pretty short.
2: Okay. Um so I read the very first Conan the Barbarian book cuz you know, what's more epic than like
0: that? I mean, I think Conan the Conan or Conan the Barbarian is like literally one of the examples of non-epic fantasy. In that yeah, it's, yeah. it's you know, sword and sandals fantasy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I feel like I'm just saying, Katie, you're wrong, and I, it's not what I meant to do. I just, you know, it's it's very much about, focused in on the person, and it's not, you know, about the fate of anything great or grand, generally. is that Was that your experience?
2: I suppose. But, like, I picked it because, you know, it's kind of like... One of the grandparents of, you know, the the adventure
3: fantasy.
0: Yes, that is very true. Well, tell us about
3: it. it. So was it The Coming of Conan? Is that the one?
2: Nope. It was just Conan from like 1938. And it's basically just because, you know, it, it came out first serialized in a magazine. And so that's what each chapter is. It's basically just... uh, And you know what? It, It had a very set, like, rhythm to it. Like, he shows up in a town. Something happens. He gets, like, challenged to steal something or someone pisses him off or something. So then he breaks in somewhere. Find something like a relic or whatever. Every once in is a while.
0: The, was that the hmm? elephant one? Did that start with the elephant? It story? did start with the
2: elephant, but there is an elephant one. Okay. I think that was the second one. Okay. In it. Yeah, but he did fight and kill a god. Of course. That's the the elephant guy. Spoiler. Um, and then after. He kills somebody then he just leaves. Either like leaves the city or leaves the kingdom or whatever. He just goes on to the next one and then it's like rinse and repeat.
0: Yeah, you know, that's, that's my experience is that especially those earlier Conan Conan adventures, he uh, you know, he just had he had some kind of heist or or aggression planned. He executed it, and and then it was over.
2: Yep. Except, well, in one of the little stories, though, I thought this was hilarious. He finds out that, like, he got arrested because the girl he was sleeping with tattled on him. So he goes to her place, kills her new lover outside of her apartment or whatever, and then goes inside, He does not kill her, though. He just drops her in the mud from the second story window. Ow. And it's just like...
0: Oh no. Oh no, my dirty butt.
2: Yeah, like, really? You kill the guy who has nothing to do with you, but, you know, she's kind of cheating on you slash got you arrested, and you just plop her in the mud.
0: Yeah, that was I think we can chalk that up to a, a you know an artifact of the era, right? The the gender rules and roles of the era.
2: Yeah, no. You... I don't think any women died in the book at all. But there were many men. Actually, you know, I don't think there were really any named female characters now that I am back.
0: I know that there there are some eventually, but Uh, I would not be surprised if there were few or none uh, in those early uh, stories.
2: I did read, um, prior to this, a different Conan book. It was like, it was, I'm not sure which one it was, but it was like a whole story, not just short stories. And at one point, there's like all these badass woman warrior babes. And then they, of course, invite him in for an orgy. They all had names, so that was cool.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay, (laughs) good. It's important to know the names of everybody in your orgy. That's just good orgy etiquette.
2: I request it. Where would you put it?
0: it Using one of those kinds with stickers. Use one of those ones (laughs) with adhesive. (laughs)
2: Okay, so if for I some have to reason. I tell that... you
3: you're not invited to
0: the orgy.
2: So. <laughs> you know, I just automatically assumed it was gonna be like a pin.
0: I know, that's the that's the obvious <laughs> thought. And that's just like, no, that's not not that kind of orgy.
2: Oh, I thought that would be very painful.
1: Do you that braid it into it, your
2: hair? It? That's what I was
1: thinking. So then well, so, someone a, has to a, go
0: behind you to know what your name is?
1: No, you braid it in the front of your like your like over, like if you have a fringe in
0: your you, in your bangs.
1: Yeah, I've been listening to British people.
0: What if you, so... you wear a mask, but then you write your name on the mask, which I guess defeats, defeats, the, defeats the, the purpose mask. of a mask.
1: Yeah.
0: Except it's a okay, a headband with your name on it.
1: But what if the headband comes off? There is a lot of movement.
3: But what if you're but... at a Naruto themed orgy and then
0: you're already? wearing Oh a no. Well, then you just then you just like stick the adhesive name tag to your name band, your headband, head tag, whatever. Name
2: band. That's
3: disrespectful <laughs> to the ninjutsu wig. Oh, I, or
0: you uh, can
1: just hmm. pierce it through your pectoral muscle like a badass.
0: Don't like that <laughs> at all. Nope, <laughs> oh still no. Oh my god!
2: Nipple pierce name tags. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my god! I hate this.
0: I think I think we can all agree on non-penetrative adhesive name tags. (laughs) (laughs) Hey Griffin! I swear! I swear! Every
2: fucking time it gets R rated. Okay, what, honey? You're hungry? (laughs) Oh, good. Well, there's some rice on the table. No, he he doesn't want rice.
0: Well, so we we'll savage,
2: like a real person.
0: We'll have <laughs> like time for a for a break in just a little bit. I'll I'll get through okay. mine and then we can Jesus. we can take a Every break and feed babies. fucking
2: time.
0: I know, right? Oh, so <sighs> many so many orgies, and he just walks in.
2: Here, come here, baby. They yeah. tell you I'm it's gonna be busy. Can you say hi? Hi.
0: Hey, Griffin. Hi,
2: Griffin. Oh, it. you're so precious. You you. You're gonna so much. <laughs> okay. I'm good now. Yes, I'll well, feed you. Just give me like 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, okay, think you
1: read anyways? And who was it by?
2: I read Conan by Robert E. Howard, Lynn Carter, and L. Sprague LeCamp, I want to say.
0: That sounds right. Sounds about right. It's close. Um, L. Sprague de Camp. Sprague. Sprague. I actually have only read that name. Um, it's the same. Anyway, and and like, would you keep reading Conan stories, or are um, you are you good now?
2: Well, I have some that are by other authors. Like I've got a Robert Jordan one floating around somewhere.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
2: So I think I would read, like, a whole story and not just the collection mm. of short stories. Like if you,
0: found, if you found a novel?
2: Yes. I would okay. prefer that over the serialized magazine articles.
0: Got it. Is the, is the Robert Jordan one a novel?
2: Yeah. It's a full-length okay. novel.
0: Okay. That's interesting. That's, uh, I, would, I would give that a shot at some point. I haven't read that. Um, but what I did read... Is Robert Jordan's segue. Wheel of Time? What a segue. <laughs> oh my god. What a What's segue.
3: Happening?
2: Holy Whoa. shit, that was beautiful.
0: Thank you. Thank you. You can't see me curtsy, so just assume I am and that it what is a, fabulously elegant. It is graceful I'm, as fuck.
1: I am bowing in my boxer shorts.
0: That's right. I am strangely also bowing in your boxer shorts.
2: Peter. Um,
0: Yes, what?
2: She's a youngin. You'd be
0: nice. Oh, you're right. You're right. I can't touch baby boxer shorts. Um, oh my God! Don't oh, please, do
1: that. Please. What's that? Yeah, that one
0: got a little weird. Um, so, <laughs> so editing that out, Katie. Uh, I, I. Oh, look at me. <laughs> I don't know who to look at right now. I can't meet anyone's eyes. Um, <laughs>
3: You might have to learn how to edit these episodes yourself, just to make sure it happens.
0: I might, in fact. Uh, so, I'm looking for a tutor in term, in editing. <laughs> but where was uh, Robert? Robert Jordan's The Wheel of Time. So, uh, as you may or may not know, The Wheel of Time is now a TV series on Amazon. Uh, I found some time to start watching uh, since i you know had read most of but not all of the series a long time ago and i found that i mean they're doing a pretty darn good job with the show it's not perfect but they're doing a good job and oh man it hit so many nostalgia buttons so hard i did not realize i had such a deep Reservoir of nostalgia for the wheel of time, although I perhaps should have, uh, because I read it the, the the what the books that existed when I was seventeen, and then as more books came out, I would reread most or all of the series for the for the next few books when they came out, and at some point I stopped doing that, and then at some point I stopped reading them because they were just so exhausting. Um, I but don't. I was. I Huh? What? Hmm, yeah. Hmm.
1: My friend has a similar story, which ah. why I well not similar. She read the first six books and then she's like, no, and stopped.
0: Yeah, that that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. And then um, she's like,
1: don't read this I'm like, okay, and I didn't. <laughs> I haven't watched yeah, the show
0: either. <laughs> it's fine, but uh, but I was just so invigorated with nostalgia that when I was. You know, visiting my childhood home over the holidays, I picked up the uh, the first three books from my old collection and began re-re-re-reading them. <laughs> um, interesting tidbit. Well, you judge if it's interesting. Uh, at the time, I would grab whatever was around for a bookmark, and I had a uh, uh, far-side comic of the day calendars. And so you can actually, and then I would leave the bookmarks in the books. So you can see that one of the times that I started reading the series was uh, in 2001, because of the calendar day left in that book as a bookmark. Um,
1: I, found, I found a ticket from 2010 in, in, uh, to, the, to Wicked
0: Oh man, takes you back, right?
1: I, it wasn't my ticket, <laughs> but it was in the secondhand books that I found.
0: Less, less engaging. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh, I was.
1: Uh, it was yeah. just funny because that book was published in 2010. And I'm like, how long have you been in this book?
0: <laughs> uh, probably 10 years oh. and oh. change. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but so I I reread the eye of the world and that's the first book and the great hunt being the second book and the dragon reborn being the third book. Um, And they are mostly, as I remember them, uh, very vivid, sprawling adventures with some very compelling, engaging characters. That I thought those first three books worked really well as a trilogy. Um, obviously, there's a lot more. There are eleven more books in the series than that. Um,
1: are you counting New Spring?
0: I'm not. That's a that's a prequel.
1: Okay.
0: But uh, but yeah, like the first book. I mean, while you can you can criticize it as following a bit of a formula. Uh, or, or being derivative, I think that's that's fair in a lot of ways. You know, it follows very much a, you know, farm boy to savior kind of uh, arc. But um, uh,
1: there is also an interesting ar- argument that he wouldn't have been published without that arc because people weren't publishing in general, wasn't like taking chances, except if he was a Lord of the Rings clone.
0: Could be. When was that published? Like, the early nineteen.
3: 1994, I want to say. Uh, Very good
1: mind. year. Never mind. <laughs> I was, uh, I thought it was later.
0: Uh, or earlier. I, I, I don't recall. Um, and, uh, oh, no, this website won't tell me.
2: I think it was 94, because it was on my list of potentials for year you were born.
0: Oh, Okay.
2: At least I well, thought I'm just it. I'm gonna
0: was.
3: go throw up somewhere. Just a minute. No, nope,
0: 1990.
3: Oh, oh okay.
2: never mind then.
3: Maybe I, read I thought it, it was
2: 1984. Yeah, I thought it was that after that. That has to be after
1: or before the Lord of the Rings movies.
0: Uh, that no, was way far before the Lord of the Rings movies. I
1: yeah. don't know when they were. I thought they were. I don't remember if they were late like
3: 2000. 90s one or 2000, late, something like that. Yeah,
0: 2000, 2001 was when they started coming out. I think the last one came out in 2004, maybe late yeah. 2003. That's um, yeah. Never uh, mind. This is, they, they fall fell into the, the exact stretch of time that I was in college. So I remember that pretty well.
3: Yeah, no, mind. I mean, like these books follow that formula, like very intentionally.
0: Oh, yeah, well, the the first one, especially, after that, they began to kind of mark out their own territory, and I found that really engaging. And like I said, I thought the uh, the first three made a really good triad. Um, and the fourth book is what really, which I finished yesterday, um rereading. The fourth book takes it into really kind of, is really the doorway from that that kind of tighter triad into the sprawling, Almost lethargic adventure that it proceeds through for the next ten books. Um, now, most of the, my my visceral memory of that that, like I said, sprawling lethargy, um, uh, comes is from the mishmash doldrums that are books like six to eight, maybe six to nine. So I need to. I'm going to reread the that's, whole series. I'm rereading the whole commonly, darn thing.
3: That's not even commonly where people are like, this is the real muddy middle. It's like, no, you got to get to like book 10. <laughs> that happens.
0: Wait, what? No, people do not say book 10 is the muddy middle.
3: Yeah. Who says like, that?
0: Who like, says with, that? I will the fight. That.
3: Heart is often where people. Stop. Like if you've made it past book three, you'll probably can get yourself to book 10. And book ten, Winner's Heart, is hard to get through.
0: Sometimes. Well, so so here's the thing, though. Here's my opinion about that: the first three, four, maybe even five books give you enough momentum before everything gets churned up in the mud from book six to six to eight, maybe six to nine, that you just keep reading through those slow ass books and nine is where you finally run out of inertia
2: oh i got burnt out after book four because i started to hate rand
0: oh yeah that that you you, that's fine i mean that's reasonable you that's true it's a thing that people do because he's a problem i mean every honestly over time every character becomes a problem but
3: but yeah. like, all um, right, hold on I, I need to look up a specific event.
0: Uh, oh, no, which, which event? It's called
3: Do My Wells.
0: Oh, I, is that book five or six?
3: Uh, so it's Lords of Chaos. That's book six. So that's book six. Okay. Yeah, my friends. That's, that's, yeah, uh, my friends. So Katie, <laughs> you didn't even get to book six, right? That you're saying I did like, not. Okay. After book six, Randall Thor becomes Uh, unrecognizable as the as a character so uh, I'm not telling you to like read two or three more of these books but
0: Rand as a character
3: I don't think he ever really gets more interesting but like way more interesting and horrible things happen to him that is true Um, Mm -hmm. you know and like by book six forward you he starts to go uh, I don't uh, how much? How spoilery can we get, guys, on this?
0: Um, um, I mean, of your- don't spoil the series for me. I'm st- I'm gonna finally finish it. But uh, oh,
3: all right, it's a fundamental feature of the universe that men who can use oh, magic go crazy. Yeah. So yeah. after book six, Rand is actively dealing with trying like, to figure out if he's mad or not, right? And, and whether the things he's seeing and are happening to him are. Effects of the madness, and that is super interesting, even when Rand himself as a person is not as interesting well, as other really. other available characters. Okay, yeah.
2: that does sound pretty neat.
0: Uh, okay. Rachel, what have you been wanting to say? <laughs> I
2: that, now I have two
1: things. First thing is let's not smile too much because of the new show. There's a lot of new readers that I've uh found.
0: Here. Good point.
1: Um and the second thing is Rand the- dies.
0: Rand explodes <laughs> Rand turns <laughs> to chocolate.
3: I I'm just never kidding,
2: no idea, yeah, I only made it to book four, obviously. Okay,
0: but... Dumbledore but kills that's... Rand. Oh. oh no.
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Yes, Rachel?
1: My friend stopped in book six because she found that, like, there's a lot of information that it's not, it keeps, it, it doesn't, it's not important. <laughs> At least it's not important in the, the future. It might be important in the later, but it's still annoying. You know what I
0: mean? The 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 books are filled with details. It's true, like, it's like lots of details, lots of names. Like an entire I was,
1: prologue that means nothing in the entire book.
0: Right. I mean, I was a member, not a member. That I was just I went and visited websites in the late nineties, maybe early aughts. Um, before, yeah, just when websites were young still, um, that was I don't know, where people had catalogued like all the instances of where Robert Jordan had described a character as tall and dark with with a goatee or something like that because. What if those characters were this other, you know, were this other character in disguise or in the background? And and you know, is that is that a sign or does that mean this thing? Um,
1: I I do like that, but I like it for shorter books like Cradle. That's
0: fair. That's fair because some of these references might show up literally two thousand pages later in a different book.
1: Though I am a bit of a hypocrite because I do like the Stormlight archives, but I feel like those are fast thousand page books, if that makes sense. Dan, I, I'm can. scared. It, it I'm can. scared of the Stormlight archives. I you it's know, I can't I can't
0: compare having not read them, but I I can that's see why
1: to, that's why I'm going to Dan for support.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Um I can definitely agree that that most of these books, the the Wheel of Time books, do not qualify as fast.
1: Yeah, that's it's the same with Robin Hopp because it's she's very slow and very descriptive, but it's also character versus the plot.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, and there are there are issues here. You know, just entire books where you know you're splitting between three or four or five um, point of view characters, and like half of them spend their chapters thinking about how they can't do anything and then oh. not doing anything, and yeah. then we're on to a different character.
1: Well, that's my problem with the uh maslin series there is 400 over 450 pov characters in 10 novels
0: that sounds exhausting which is why it took me two tries to read the first book
1: i love the first book mm-hmm. and the third book i don't care about i'm, tr- I'm going to finish it because i have two books left yeah. and i it's an achievement at this point <laughs> um mm-hmm. i know that's a gamblers battle will but i don't care uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but it's tiring and then we get we get interested we get we get to a po- point of view and i get mixed up on the point of views and i also don't care about the uh deep archaeological significance of all the different races at this point right. i don't i'd rather yeah. care about the plot fair <laughs> I, under- I understand steven erickson is an archaeologist and he built the setting as a rpg campaign so it's more about mm. the on, setting than plot, I guess, if that makes if sense. If I recall,
0: The Expanse started the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah. uh,
0: but none of that is for nothing. Yeah. This is certainly epic fantasy. Yeah. That, and um, I read it.
1: I would classify Mazel Book of the Fallen as also epic. But it's uh, Yeah, weird. I think yeah. so.
0: too. I haven't read the whole series, just the first book, but I think I have to agree. Um,
1: I didn't I do the first book for the one of the, these episodes. <laughs> yes. I did, We've definitely but... talked about it a bunch. Also, yeah, have... I, mean, I really love the first book and the third books, which is a very unpopular. F- at least the first book is a very unpopular you know, opinion, mainly because I like Ganoway's power. You know, pattern. It really it says, yeah, I had
3: d- similar reaction to Peter. What? Couldn't stand the first book. Oh,
1: huh? okay, I that's fine. I just well, like no, no,
0: no, no. That that's not my opinion. I had I, I found it difficult to read, and I put it down I, once. Can and can then I, mean, I picked mean, it up and reread it and finished it that time, and did quite enjoy it.
3: And then never read another book in the
0: series? Yeah, because I was just too tired. <laughs> yeah.
1: The second book is also more tiring. You get to instead Yeah, of I don't saying, need a
0: more tiring book. Oh, so get you know
1: all that I'm stuff really you learned in the first book about the setting and shit like that? Uh now we're on a different continent. Have fun.
0: Oh boy. All right. So The Wheel of Time decided- Starting with the Eye of the World by Robert Jordan. Now an Amazon series. Uh, You know, with the second season coming out, um, eventually, I guess. I think so. Do I recommend it? I don't. I don't know. It's It's
1: the uh, it's the wheel of time. It's one of those series that people read. It is. Um, It's
0: it's a marathon, and part of it is through a desert without any water. Um, Literally. Yeah, I was gonna say figuratively (laughs) and literally, but anyway. All right, we. Need to right let on. Katie feed Griffin. So why don't we sign off here? Hi, I've been Peter Schaefer. You can uh, look at my games at shoelesspeatgames.com or read writing I've done at Uh Katie, say say words about yourself.
2: Hi, I'm Katie. You can find oh, me on I'm Twitter. At-
0: Katie. Sorry.
2: What?
3: I don't know if she can hear us.
2: I can hear you. Hi, yeah. I'm here.
0: I unmute Yeah, you.
2: I'm just surrounded by dinosaurs and dogs Woof. um yeah you can find me on twitter at shimmy books where i no s it's just one s shimmy book where i tweet if i remember i have it um check out my online bookstore griffinsroostbt.com uh the end
0: got it dan say things
3: i am dan Evanson. you can find my stuff at daniel uh project juno still cooking uh new new schedule for project juno we're probably gonna have a writing contest in march uh instead Ooh. of uh whenever i th- originally thought we were gonna do it so probably like right around now <laughs>
1: is so this coming out in March?
3: Uh, no no this is coming out in february no yeah. the
1: women's episode is coming out in february
3: Oh, is this March? I don't know. Yeah, this is March. Well, (laughs) it might be happening right now. (laughs) So go to slash Juno, J-U-N-O, and come check it out. This is not January whatsoever. (laughs) Hopefully, we're going to publish a bunch of short stories that people write in an actual book. So come do that.
0: Cool.
1: Have fun. Rachel? Uh, Hi, I'm Rachel. You can probably find me on the internet somewhere under the name Argent Rape. I've been trying to get my Instagram better. I don't know why, but you can follow me at Argent Ray there and other places. Have
0: fun. All right. And uh, uh, yeah, send us pictures of your bookshelves. We will thank you on the air. You can send those to too many thoughts, media at gmail.com. You can
1: have any new reviews to shout out.
0: Not that I've seen. And if, (laughs) if we do, then I'm sorry, but we'll shout them out in the future. Uh, oh, reviews. I thought you were talking about bookshelves. I also don't know. I don't know how to look at those. You're the um,
3: only one that has an iPhone.
0: <laughs> wait, who? Uh, I have one. I don't have oh. an iPhone.
3: Oh, never
1: mind. Dan I avoid,
0: I avoid Apple products like the Plague U. Um, okay.
1: Sorry, I shouted at you unnecessarily.
0: It's okay. I'm Shout at me all you want. You're and uh, 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 yes, there's a Discord. You can come yell at us there. Uh, Also, you can find that through too many thoughts, media.com and that's it. That's all of our things. Please keep listening. And, uh, you know, until next time, keep reading or we'll get you.